And so at the end of episode one, we were so rudely cut off and we were about to talk about psychic vampires. So go on, Nigel, fill us in. Well, it's really interesting because just as I said the word psychic vampires, which was a great cut-off point, the universe told us time to stop. So here we go. People in your lives have a vested interest in your life not working. There are people who are going to be listening to this podcast who don't want us to succeed. There are family members going, I can't believe you're doing this instead of helping with the washing and helping bring the shopping in. There will be people always in your business who don't want to see you succeed because they've got their own agenda. And what we've got to look at this year are who are those people who want to support you in your dreams or who are those people who are dream stealers who don't want you to get your lives sorted out. Now, in a normal sense, you'll have at least one friend who when you start losing weight, after you've lost three pounds, will be going, you're looking too thin. I think it's enough already. <laughs> Whereas last week you were obese and overweight, but you lose three pounds. And they're the people I call psychic vampires who drain you from energy. Now in the workplace, and you'll know this more than me, because I've been self-employed now for 20 years. I'm not physically working with colleagues day in and day out. There are some people in your organization who are what I call internal terrorists. And they're your biggest competition. So you think it's your competitors who are in the outside world. Sometimes they're sitting next to you. They're in the desk next to you. They're the office around the corner. So from a sales point of view, you'll have sometimes accounts people who seem like they don't want you to succeed and they set barriers and they set challenges up for you to fail. So I'm a marketeer. I just want to be out there speaking all day long. I don't want my accountant to say to me, I need an invoice. Have you got the toll fees? I'm only too delighted that now, over the last couple of weeks, the, the bridge going over to Wales, you don't need to get a toll receipt for. Because up until now, I've got to stop, press a button, get my £4.80 receipt. And if I don't get that, my business doesn't succeed. I can live without it. But my accountant says, have you got a receipt? Yep. He's what I call an internal terrorist. I think we can live without it. But there are some people who it's not their internal terrorists, they just haven't been trained well enough. And we must make a distinction with people in our lives who are what I call draining, and then there are some people who just don't know the rules. Yep, I'd agree with that. I mean, I've had countless occasions in my life where there have been other people there who have their own agenda. And that use of their own agenda is derailing, in essence, the greater good you know, and I mean, a really, really simple example of this, actually. The first, I, I've done a bunch of different blogs and online stuff and things, as you know. And one and of the, some of them have been good, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. And some of them, not so. <laughs> well, hey, that's, that's life, right? You never get it right every single time. But one of the very first blogs I put out, um, I had a family member. I, I won't kind of say who, but I had a family member that basically went like, who do you think you are? You know? And oh, it, Uncle Harry. We've all got an Uncle right? Harry. And it, and it just made me go oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this then. And I actually stopped that particular blog platform and it took me, I don't know, probably 18 months to kind of get going again, doing something else. The next one that I had a similar kind of thing was actually a friend of my wife's that said, I've been reading Neil's blog and it's a bit dry. It's not really him. But that was constructive. So it wasn't a like, you know, who do you think you are? Why are you doing this? It was more of a, 
I want to see more of you in it as opposed to you pretending to be like from the BBC or ITV, you know, because I think a natural thing a lot of people do is when they start creating content, they think they have to be like a, a professional media agency. And that's certainly what I did when I first started to put stuff out online, which meant it was really factual and it was really dry. Well, it wasn't Neil. Exactly that. Exactly that. And for those people who know both of us, when we're not being authentic, people notice immediately. And then up comes the first issue. So where's Nigel gone? And I sometimes know when I do a brand new program, I'm having to think about it instead of being it. You know, so when you become in the training, instead of thinking about the training, or you become your goals, life changes immediately. So I've now, this year, let go of some people. But the greatest joy I get at the end of every single year is dehiring two clients. I decide I don't want to work with them next year. And then you'll be pleased to know you made the grade this year. I'm not sure (laughs) next year you will, but this year you just made the cut. And if you think about football in the English Premiership, you've got 20 clubs who are very good. The bottom three get relegated. But if you're 17th, that's pretty cool. But do you know the other thing with that is the bottom three get relegated goes back to something we were talking about on episode one of this is it then makes room for three new teams exactly right and you know it is three out of 20 that have gone it's not let's change the entire league yeah so going back to what we're saying in episode one about like making space by getting rid of some things to make room for some new things we're not saying change everything we're saying you know what are a few things what is a small percentage of your life that you need to go i'm not going to do that anymore I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend so much time with those people anymore. I'm gonna get rid of that client, like you just said. Then, but so the, I can make but, them for the next but one. But those clients that we get rid of, not only aren't worth it, they are devaluing your worth. They take up your time. It's not fun. And the minute you get rid of them, normally the office will say, "We should have done this years ago." Absolutely. Well, I don't know if you've heard me do my my kind of bit of one of my keynotes that is about your ideal customer. But I have the belief that there are three types of customer, A, B, and C. Okay, now A is an avatar, as in an ideal client. It's the one you want more of, right? They spend good money with you. They, um, they're fun to work with, you know. Everything about them is great. And if you could have that one client and replicate it loads and loads of times throughout your business, that's what you would do. Now B stands for beware, as in, Either they're fun to work with, but they don't really spend any money, which means your business isn't going to survive, or they spend loads of money, but everyone in your office hates them. And so you're constantly dealing with frustrated staff and you're know, upsets, and they're basically more effort than their money is worth. Right? I'm worried now what the C word stands for. <laughs> well, it's funny because I normally get someone yell out, you know, what's the C then, Neil? <laughs> right? C just stands for see ya. As in, like, see you later. As in, I do not want to deal with you. You know, if it's a beware, depending on the... If you're in, you know, if you're running a business or you're in a management role in a business, depending on where that business is, sometimes we do have to take clients that aren't quite the right fit just because of the age of the business and the fact that we need that level of work. And you could, perhaps... Make them into an avatar Absolutely, you with train the them. right training or with the right ground rules. Exactly. So that phrase that we teach people how to treat us, if you taught them well enough, they might progress to an A, but the C clients need to be gone. Absolutely, yeah. You got you got it in one. So but yeah, there is always the see you when <laughs> but we won't go there. But if you have high self-esteem 
and you understand your net worth and your net value, you'll get rid of C clients, the same as you'll have some of them in your personal lives. So everyone who's listening to this should write down at least two people they're not going to spend time with over the next six months and hold themselves accountable that if you choose to enter their space, you choose to get disappointed. Yep. And you, you expect that it's going to drain your energy, going back to where we started. But it's worse than just draining your energy. It then affects the next call you make exactly. and the next relationship you have. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. But it's going to drain your energy and then that's going to ripple. You know, you're going to have that interaction where you're going to be left feeling less good about yourself or less good about your situation or whatever, which means the next, like exactly what you just said, the next person you then speak to. But you know the rule that I was told a long time ago? Go for it. That imagine you're on the phone to a C client and your phone wasn't put back on the hook and they heard the conversation you said about them. If you're scared what you might say about them, when in theory the phone was put down, you shouldn't be having that client. So think about this over the next couple of weeks. Who don't you want to talk to? And if they were to listen to you, what would you be? What would they be hearing from you? Because everyone is hearing or seeing stuff on your social media, and unfortunately, it comes out in your persona. It comes out in your pause. It comes out in your energy. So I've made a decision that this year, two of my clients are gone, and Neil, you'll be pleased to hear you've stayed in it. Uh, well, there you go. I've made some decisions that I'm changing some of my partnerships, and this is a new one. So, hey, you know, it's a win-win on this situation, right? But partnerships is what it's really about. I have a phrase that says, you have to do it by yourself, and you can't do it alone. So you may think you can do it on your own, but you need to have partners who you trust, partners who you like, partners who you'd want to sit on a plane journey with for 22 hours to Australia. My accountant might hear this. But I trust him 100%, but I wouldn't want to sit on a plane with him to Australia because we wouldn't have much fun. And we spoke about this in the last episode. Having fun and being in joy and enjoying yourself is vital for me. And I know it is for you, Neil. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not, it's that whole, you know, um, the journey versus the destination, right? And a lot of people talk about enjoying the journey of life. But what is the destination of life? Because what happens if you get there with the wrong people? But even ignoring that, what is the ultimate destination of life? It's the end of life. The fridge at the moment for me. Yeah. But I think there are better places to go. Exactly. And so, you know, if you work on that basis of, if you're not enjoying the journey, what are you actually working towards, you know? And that doesn't mean the journey is going to be fun every single day. It doesn't mean you're not going to have to do things you don't enjoy or where you're not enjoy while you're doing them. But if you can go, do you know what? 80%, 90% 80%, 90% of what I do puts a smile on my face. Even if it's 50% and it's, but it was only 45% yesterday. Do you know what I mean? If you're working to, in a way that you're actually getting more gratitude and more kind of peace of mind from your day-to-day life, to me, that's what it's about. I mean, my, my judge of whether something's been a good day or not is when my head hits the pillow, am I okay with myself? And what a great place to end this podcast, am I okay with myself? Yeah, Let's do that. So the buzzer didn't go off this time. We actually did it on time. That's pretty impressive.